This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. On Saturday the 22nd, our very own Buck Baloo will be inducted into the inaugural Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame class. It's another prestigious honor for Buck, and everyone in the Fan family couldn't be prouder. Congratulations, Buck, from everyone at The Fan. show here on the fan 680 and 93.7 man we're streaming at 680 thefan.com get that fan mobile app driven by beaver toyota let them wow you up there and coming 10 o'clock hour on the fan is brought to you by the haug baron law group adam gillespie our producer we got Derek thomas our associate producer and sean nerney our fantastic engineer everybody's ready to get to work today after a long night last night, I was at the Lions Club banquet fundraiser down at the College Football Hall of Fame to accept an award, Lifetime Achievement Award, for my coach, Vince Dooley. Ran into a lot of former teammates and got home pretty late. So the show prep went on to the wee hours of the morning ready to go though nerdy let's let's roll buddy bucks big take will the Braves sign dansby swanson that is the question one source told me that at the all-star game dave roberts told brian snitker that the dodgers top priority this offseason would be acquiring that's right, Dansby Swanson. So Trey Turner must be on the move, huh? However, the Dodgers aren't the only big money, blue blood organization in the market for a big time shortstop. Add the Cardinals, the Phillies, the Giants, the Yankees, and the Red Sox to the list. And that sure complicates things for the Braves. Now, word on the street says the Braves and Dansby exchanged numbers in mid-August. But the talks went no further than that. Trying to feel each other out, I would imagine. The prevailing opinion is that Swanson re-signing with the Braves is a 50-50 proposition. Back to the Dodgers. Why would they value Dansby over Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, or Carlos Correa because of the makeup. You see, Dansby is a winner. Some of these other guys more consumed by the money than they are winning baseball games, and that is the reputation of one Dansby Swanson. 
Will the Braves re-sign Dansby? I've got my doubts on that one. And I know you do, too. And there's the big take today. We'll be talking about that topic. We'll be using uh, that one for months now. Free agency will drop after the World Series is done. So you got a lot of meeting going on. A lot of talking going on right now. But uh, hoping Dansby comes back, man. He's the glue. He's the leader. You see where Snit said he's never had a player that was obsessed with winning more than Dansby Swanson. And that's why I want him on my team. As we move on, let's talk a little Falcons football, Nernie. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yeah, Falcons, uh, gosh, uh, getting some bad news coming down. Apparently, Casey Hayward, cornerback opposite A.J. Terrell, has got a shoulder injury, and he could be out for the season. Looking like a long-term injury. Not one of those things he could come back from this season, apparently. Now, uh, Darren Hall stepped in, looked pretty good. Second-year player out of San Diego State. Now, he's only been targeted five times. It's the second season trying to play professional football. So the jury's out on what Darren Hall really brings to the table. And I was reminded, too, that Isaiah Oliver's back. Any more of an inside nickel kind of corner? Man, we're pretty thin back there at cornerback now. And I'm sure the Cincinnati Bengals are paying attention to that. Uh, Joe Burrow, a championship quarterback. Yeah, he's he's looking to go, go after Darren Hall. Coming up on Sunday. And, uh, man, I, I didn't comment, though, about, you know, the postgame coming off the win on Sunday. I thought it was sort of over the top to see uh, Coach Smith uh, take the offensive lineman to one of those field-level suites for a postgame beer. I can't say I've ever seen this. Really happy with that run game, and he should be. And these are grown men. Wonder if that guy that rented out the suite, though, had to pay for that that beer. They looked like they were having a good time. Back to the injury, though. What do the Falcons do at cornerback? Let's hear from Coach Smith. We'd be concerned about is is Casey. You know, he's the one that don't that don't. And we don't have all the information, but that'd be the one that's uh, looking more long term. The rest of those guys, uh, as we continue to evaluate, thankfully. Be, you know, short-term, but case case is the one that uh, we're concerned about. Yeah, so that doesn't look good. Gosh, you know, going into a season, there are going to be casualties. You just don't know where they're going to go down, what what position group they're going to be impacted. And here's one uh, you don't want to be thin at in the National Football League because guys like Joe Burrow will come after you. So Darren Hall, get ready, man. 
That ball's coming your way on Sunday and beyond. If you can hang on to the job. And there's a little Falcons talk for you as we get the show underway. Wanted to uh, mention our Children's Health Care of Atlanta's Comeback Athlete of the Week, and that's Skylar Hendricks. Nine-year-old uh, Taekwondo competitor Skylar broke her foot in May of this year. And thanks to children, Skylar is competing once again, and she's advanced to a level eight black belt, ranked number two in the country, and recently competed in the USAT Nationals. Thanks to all of the surgeons, the physical therapists, and the athletic trainers and children's, who are dedicated to keeping young athletes healthy and active into adulthood. To learn more about Skylar's story and all of Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Comeback Athletes and how children's can care for the teen athletes in your home, log on to 680thefan.com slash comeback. And we've got a, a big-time show. we got some playmakers coming on today. Coming back, James Brooks going into the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame on Saturday. Legendary player out of Warner Robins and Auburn. A lot of success at the National Football League level. Going to talk with James coming up next. And then Champ Bailey heading into the Georgia-Florida Hall of Fame next week. We'll have Champ on the Bulldog Roundtable. That's coming up next. Glad you're with me. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Can we get the music learning? The Buck Blue Show here on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Appreciate you hanging out with us. We break it down in 42 minutes of content. Now, I would say this is the fastest sports talk radio show in town as we try to hit it all, including a heavy dose of uh, college football. And we scramble around trying to... um, Got a couple of big timers on the phone here. I think it's probably a good time, Nerney, to bounce around the college football scene for a little bit. Let's start with those Tennessee Volunteers. Ended a 15 years of torment, frustration, disappointment to the Alabama Crimson Tide. And they've been hit with a $100,000 fine for those volunteer fans rushing onto the field. Fans tore down the goalpost, dumped the goalpost in the Tennessee River, 
Tennessee a little low on cash. They raised some money. That GoFundMe page, they were seeking 150 grand. Nerney, I think at the end of the day yesterday, they were up to $80,000. Morons, all of them. Morons. Did you con uh, contribute to that? I'd be uh, no, surprised. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. UT Martin's on their list coming up Saturday. And then we're going to stare down just around the corner. That big showdown with Georgia looms in Athens. Talk about a tough ticket. Things going to be pricey. Last year, Georgia, a 19.5-point favorite over Tennessee. Uh, the Auburn Tigers, Brian Harson holding on to that job. And he was busy yesterday. Reportedly, he was out recruiting. We'll stop into Mobile and Birmingham. Uh, went and saw the recruits. Then in both of those spots, uh, delivered some speaking. Well, they were turned into speaking engagements. Spoke at the Birmingham Monday morning quarterback club and then the first and ten club in Mobile. Tigers three and four, one and three in the SEC. I'd hate to be Harson right now. Florida Gators have an off week. Napier got booed in that lost LSU. He got booed because, well, the defense has vanished. LSU scored on their first seven possessions of the game. Amazing. Florida with a quarterback that is really a running back, apparently. And looking forward to seeing another edition of that Bulldog Gator Showdown down in Jacksonville. Clemson getting ready for Syracuse on Saturday. But Syracuse, the Orangemen, undefeated, baby. And they're playing some defense. But DJ Uwe Ungalale is seeing. That defense for Syracuse only allowing, they're allowing less than 14 points a game. Pretty impressive. Be a lot of orange at that game coming up on Saturday. Bulldogs with a week off. Georgia trying to heal up. They get ready to play their most important stretch of the season. The competition level's going up. And they better heal up. Their top defensive lineman, Jalen Carter, knee got dinged up. They're going to need him for Florida and Tennessee. Smile Mondon, the physical presence of that inside linebacker spot. Ankle injury. He did not play against Vandy. Got to get him back in there. And then that X-wide receiver spot, as you keep hearing from me on this show, that is Georgia's biggest weakness. You're going to see teams play that pressure defense, bump and run coverage out on that X-wide receiver. Got to figure out a way to get uh, A.D. Mitchell back in there. Four snaps against Auburn, none against Vandy. Arian Smith, high ankle sprain. Just played very little this season. Those two guys are very important for this run coming up starting in Jacksonville. And there's a little bounce around the deep south. And I've been looking forward to getting this guest on and wanted to talk for him for years, really. Let's bring him on. Joining us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line is uh, Warner Robins High School star and former, well, an Auburn legend, James Brooks, joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. James, we appreciate you making time for us today, man. Oh, I appreciate it. That's no problem. So the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame, the inaugural class, what were your thoughts when you got the call on this one? Well, I mean, I, I look at it in a way, I think 
over my career at, at you know in high school, I think I had a really a good uh, career. Some of the guys I was in in there, I played with you know from college to pros, and I think you know I'm very you know very fortunate to to be lucky, and it's a big it's a big honor because some great athletes come out of Georgia. Man, I was a, I believe, a, a yeah, sophomore in, in 1976. Uh, you led, uh, helped lead Warner Robins to the state championship, ran for 1,800 yards that season, 1976, back of the year. I got a chance to see you guys play in the uh, playoffs, and, you know, I didn't tell anybody. But my thought was, I'm glad we didn't make the playoffs that year. What, what do you remember about that state championship team in 1976? I just believe we just so like bond, you know, believing in each other because I think my junior year, we let, we let, we didn't take it seriously and we let Northside beat us, I believe, to my knowledge. And, you know, and I was coming up our senior year, we really, we, we didn't care who we played. We just felt like we was the best team in the country. And you guys certainly played like it, man. Uh, a lot of good players on that team. I'm sure a lot of, Football fans that have been around a little bit. Remember Ron Simmons uh, on that team there? You guys were just dominant. Well, we're very fortunate. All of us grew up together. You know, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy played with uh, played with Hershey. You know, Jimmy played fullback. And I, I think a lot of the time people didn't realize Jimmy really was a good running back also, but he just happened to be at the same time when I was there. Yeah, you guys were loaded up. And then, you know, we, we played against each other at Auburn, and I'll never forget the 79 game. I stuck around for one play uh, before you guys uh, broke my leg that day. And then, <clears throat> you know, they took me into the locker room at Sanford Stadium, and all I could hear waiting on the doctor to come check out my broken leg was this muffled cheering going on. And I knew immediately that wasn't the Georgia fan base cheering. That was the Auburn fan base cheering. You guys ran for 360 yards that game. You had 200 of them yourself. Uh, what do you recall about that matchup? Well, the same body. I think at the time, Georgia didn't didn't really recruit me that hard, and I think I I had a little attitude. Yeah. and and I felt like you know I, I could I, my stats stand against anybody across the country. And, and you, when you don't recruit me, to me, I felt like that just a slap in my face. Yeah, and you and uh, I, you showed us something that day, man. I just uh, I tell you what I appreciated and enjoyed watching you uh, run the football was your breakaway ability. You had this uh, innate uh, talent of making people miss and and outrunning people to the end zone. And it took you all the way into the NFL, where you're a four time Pro Bowler. Yeah, well, you know, when you when you, they always tell you when you're not big enough to play in the NFL, and I played, you know, 12 years of it, and you know, very fortunate not to get hurt and to walk out of there, and I still run nine like it's you no know, like a you no know, like a young young man, and just trying to get you no know, do everything to because uh, I have a younger son play high school ball, I'm just trying to teach him things to understand you know what it takes. And what it means if you really want to play at that level. Tell you that that running back group. You hear a lot of this talk these days about uh, who's RBU and say in the late seventies there, William Andrews, uh, Cribs, Lionel James, yourself, James Brooks. I mean, you guys were low. You were RBU over there at Auburn. 
Yes, it's no. And one of the things about when I went to Auburn, and it was competition. I I can tell you a story about me and Joe Cripp. My freshman year, when Joe, I think Joe was a, Joe was a sophomore, and when I came there, you know, before you know, I had a look look at freshmen and they upperclassmen always talk about what they're going to do to the freshmen. And yeah, I can remember us having the first <laughs> scrim. I can remember the first scrim against this uh, the store and defense. And William Andrew tried to tell them, "I really can play." And actually, no. After we played, you know, played against the first defense, and I ran over them. And you can go back and look in at them in 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 uh at dinner time, and they just dropped their head, not saying a word <laughs> to me. <laughs> You know, that, I think Joe and William um, really pushed us to get ready for the, you know, I think, for the NFL. Went on to yeah. success with the Bengals and Chargers in the National Football League. What was that experience like? Oh, I, you know what I'm saying? But I love the competition because, you know, once you get to that level, it's it, it so many great players. And, you know, and, and that group that we came out with, you know, we played with George Rogers, uh, Ronnie Lott, Dennis Smith. Uh, Mike Singletary, Hugh Green, yeah, those kind of guys there gonna make you play like you. If you are good enough to play at that level, you should be almost ready to play. And you know, I can remember that class. Even Ron Simmons was there. Just you know, it just gets you ready. And if and that kind of football, it's hard to find that kind of football. That kind of competition. Well, I know the folks in Warner Robins are proud uh, seeing you go in the uh, first, uh, the inaugural class, the first 45 players going into the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame. And James, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you Saturday, man. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's great to be talking to you. I, I'm looking forward to myself. James, I really appreciate it. James Brooks here on the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. That guy was, was awesome coming out of the backfield running that running back option route. Just fantastic catching the ball out of the backfield and would make most everybody miss. And a uh, just a uh, such an impact guy there at Warner Robins doing some big-time things. Really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, Georgia, the, uh, the Bulldogs with a week off over in Athens and trying to heal up and get ready for this this gauntlet of a schedule coming up for the Bulldogs. This week comes at a, the week off comes at a really good time, as I mentioned, with Carter, Mondin, Mitchell, and Smith all banged up. And we're talking about four of the top players on the team, impact players on this Georgia Bulldog team. If they're truly going to make a run and try to run it back and advance to the SEC title game and face down Alabama and uh, take them out, get back to the college football playoffs. I truly believe these four guys are going to help lead the way. And so they've missed some time this year, obviously, and it's really uh, set the team back. I really think the X wide receiver spot is the, uh, the weakness on this team. They got to get that figured out before these big time games uh, come around starting next week and, and you might be laughing say come on blue uh, florida they're not come on this isn't a big time team dude you better be ready to play and down to jacksonville or it's going to be a long day down in jayville can't be taking anybody lightly now look the fan base you can go ahead and look towards tennessee coming to athens in a couple of weeks 
But as far as his team, don't you know Kirby is cracking the whip on uh, his team getting some practice in early this week before they take the rest of the week off. Again, trying to heal up. Which is uh, something they need to do. 680 The Fan, pleased to announce our inaugural casino night coming up Saturday, November the the 12th from 6 to 10 at Motor Cars of Atlanta. We're going to have all the Vegas standards, including uh, Texas Hold'em, Blackjack, Craps Table, Roulette, Slot Machines. With your shot at some great prizes. The night will also feature the Rat Pack Atlanta, crooning hits from Sammy Dean and the boys. Enjoy complimentary food, cold Corona, and other adult libations as you ante up and play the odds. Man, if you want to be a part of the fun, head over to 680thefan.com slash casino and reserve your spot at the table for the 680 The Fan Casino, benefiting Atlanta Community Food Bank and brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts, D. Geller & Sons Jewelers, Kroger, PGA Tour Superstore, Atlanta Audio and Automation, Georgia Swarm Corona, Georgia Natural Gas, and First Horizon Bank. It'll be here before you know it. You better get signed up, brother. You're going to be left out. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10. Table is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. How Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Let's head back to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on NFL Hall of Famer Champ Bailey back on the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan. Champ, we appreciate your time, man. Oh, good morning, guys. How you doing? Man, we're doing well. And you got, man, so many great things have been happening to you here lately. Uh, <laughs> and now you're heading into the Georgia-Florida Hall of Fame coming up next week. Uh, you're looking forward to getting back down to Jacksonville and being a part of that? I am. I am. You know, uh, playing there, you know, growing up close to there, you know, a lot of great times. My dad lives in Jacksonville, so but it's it's good to not have to worry about playing ball while I'm down there because that that's all my experiences were, you know, for a long time. But to be able to be a fan and be on the other side, watch my dogs beat up on people, <laughs> it's, it's it's great to be back down there. What do you recall the atmosphere like? Was it different for you the Georgia Florida game? Uh, not talking about the outcome, but just the the atmosphere of the fifty fifty split. Yeah, it, it it was, you know, but I, I grew up watching that. So I expected it. I wanted to experience it, and it was above and beyond anything I could imagine. You know, those games, I, I went one and two against the Gators. but uh, I wasn't you know, going to bring that up. <laughs> when, we beat, when we did beat them, it was a long drought before that. So it was a big win for us. Yeah, that was sweet. Uh, what do you remember about the, the post game there, uh, the time you took them down? Oh my God. It was amazing. You know, just the hype, you know, just it, it's it. 
when I saw Tennessee beat Alabama, that's that's sort of what it felt like. Yeah. You know, it's been a long time coming, right? Yeah, tear the goalpost down, take throw it in the river, something like that. I mean, that was pretty crazy <laughs> right, stuff. Right, right. Doing way too much. Champ, I was at a, a Georgia event last night for the Lions Club here in town, mm-hmm. and they were uh, honoring Kirby Smart was receiving one of the awards, and they showed a little video clip, and they were uh, they were talking about how Kirby stole – uh, more than just a few interceptions from you, Champ Bailey, during the the time you guys spent together. You remember some of that? I mean, it looked like on one of those you're going up to get the pick, and then Kirby cut right in front of you. All the time, you know, it was it, it was it was something you sort of expected because he saw things coming. But when you're in position to make a play as a corner man, you don't expect your safety to just rob you like that. But you know, somebody got to get it, and I'm just glad he caught a lot. You know, he still has that record, so hats off to him. But, yeah, he stole a few, at least three or four. I'm guessing you're not surprised he's having all the success being the Georgia head coach. No, not necessarily, man. It's It's been a long time coming. I mean, we always knew he was a football junkie, and, you know, he, was, he had the demeanor and the, the mindset for a job like this. I mean, it it doesn't surprise me that he's sitting at top right now. I'm glad he got the experiences he got along the way. I'm sure that helps, plays a role in how he handles his job. But, I mean, Kirby's Kirby. I mean, he's he's always going to be one of the smarter guys in the room. So, you know, I'm not surprised at all. Champ, looking at these, uh, the Georgia corner, but Keely Ringo, uh, one of the great plays in Georgia history, wrapping up that national championship win over Alabama last season with that with that pick six at the end of the game. What are your thoughts on on the way he plays that cornerback position when you watch Keeley playing? I mean, he's a stud. He's a stud. But you know, I'm. I mean, I have to say, I'm always critical of young players, but you know, it, it comes with love, right? So right. It's I. I honestly would just want to see him be a little more aggressive, see him be a little more involved, you know, and that, that's something, you know, when you're not getting tested a lot, things can get boring. So you got to create some excitement and I just want to see him do that more. Don't get me wrong. The guy's a stud. He's going to be an all American, but I do want to see him be more active in the game. Hey, these, uh, these hall of fame inductions aren't getting boring. Are they not at all, man? You know, it, it's good now because I don't have to work so hard to get these accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> the work is done, and, you know, people people love patting us on the back, and, you know, I accept those. You know, I appreciate it. You know, that is, it was a lot of hard work went into that. So, you know, I, I take I take advantage of those when they come along. Tell you what was boring was that uh, NFL game last night. Man, what do you think of what's going on with the Broncos? My goodness, well, offensively, that's ugly. Yeah, you know, it, it's – it's funny, I expected them to start the way they started because when you come off a 10-day uh, layoff or, or break, I mean, that's a, that's an eternity in the NFL. So you have time to prepare, get healed up. So they started like I expected, but to finish the game the way they did, I mean, I just feel bad for the defense because they're playing lights out. I mean, Pat Sertan is playing crazy, shutting down everybody. I just, we just got to get that offense to complement that defense. Well, champ, we've got a little problem at cornerback for the Falcons. Uh, a little thin, man. You got any game left? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You still got that four, four in you. 
it's in me, but it's long gone. Yeah. It's pushed back to the back. You know, I, I definitely can't run a 4-2 anymore. But, man, I, I tell you, when I watch these guys play now, man, the game is so much faster and, and these guys are bigger. Uh, I just cringe watching these guys collide, you know. My, my, I'm in the seat I'm supposed to be in, in on my couch. Yeah, and, and going into all these Hall of Fames. Georgia-Florida Hall of Fame coming up next week. Champ, enjoy it down in Jacksonville. And we appreciate your time today, brother. I appreciate it. Always good. Go dogs. Champ Ailey joining us here on the Buck Blue Show once again, twice in one year. It's been a lot of fun hearing from Champ. We'll come back and uh, talk about Georgia Tech and what's going on down on the flats, Nerney. We got that next. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. No, it's not pro wrestling. Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Man, we're giving you some high school football action, too, every week. Friday night football game of the week and the Georgia High School Football Network scoreboard show. Every Friday on Extra 106.3, our sister station. Might want to download that extra app, too. Listen in on the, uh, the Friday night game of the week this week. The big matchup is Carrollton taking on Westlake. Kickoff at 7.30. You can join us for the pregame show at 7. Then after the ball game, got the Georgia High School scoreboard show with Westy and Mooney Ham. Get scores and updates from around Georgia. Check that out, man. Carrollton and Westlake coming up Friday night. High school football. Right now, though, let's talk a little college football. Mm, tasty. <laughs> Time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, down on the flats, downtown Atlanta, Georgia Tech's got a new athletic director. Jay Bad is his name. And he is busy. Man, those first couple of days on a job like this have got to be hectic. Now, reportedly, he found time to meet with the current interim head coach, Brent Key, yesterday. But Bad is saying he's not in any hurry to hire a head coach. Let's hear from the Tech new athletic, new, uh, athletic director yesterday at his press conference talking about uh, taking some time to hire an experienced head coach, maybe. My approach to the football hire won't be singular in that you know, coming from Alabama, it'll be broad based on all my different experiences. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I'll use my entire network of um, intercollegiate athletics contacts, 
um, to, to find the perfect fit for Georgia Tech. The perfect fit. wonder who that's going to be. It's going to be prime time. Yeah, I don't think that's a really good fit for Tech, really. I think he might be a better fit over there at Auburn. But that's just my opinion. You know, my opinion, I already gave it when they fired Collins. I thought Bill O'Brien, now over at Alabama, running their offense, head coaching experience at Penn State and in the National Football League. A George O'Leary disciple. Nerney, you give O'Brien a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Would you be considering him? Oh, yeah, I think he'd be under consideration. Brent Key's got to be under consideration, right? He's won two games in two games. Yeah, more and more each week. And I just threw a wild card out there. Dell McGee, the running back coach at Georgia. He's an Auburn man. And a former coach at Carver down in Columbus. And I do believe he's got more contacts than any potential candidate, recruiting contacts, than any potential candidate Jay Bat would be interviewing. We're looking at. Speaking of Deion Sanders, though, Deion on 60 Minutes. You guys check that one out? That was pretty interesting stuff there. Yeah, Deion uh, said he would... He would consider a Power 5 job. What happens when a Power 5 school says, give us a number, we'll make it work? I'm going to have to entertain it. You are? Yes, I'm going to have to entertain it. Straight up. Why would be a fool not to? Yeah, straight up. Why wouldn't he entertain a Power 5 head coaching job offer? I mean, that's sort of a silly question in my mind. Straight up. Straight up, I'm right, he's going to interview for the job. Power five, you betcha. Everybody's looking to move on up. Dion, he's in play. He's in play over there at Auburn. Totally uh, believe that. Dion's going to recruit guys that most coaches wouldn't be able to get in on. And that's what Auburn needs in the worst way is somebody that can recruit. Well, you asked a question. I thought I'd answer it honestly. All right, so the NBA tips off tonight. Hawks, we run the floor tomorrow night. And can't wait to see the new-look team. You know, coming into last season, we didn't make any changes. We just went with what we had the year before, and that went a long way. But it turned out to be a bad decision a year ago as we struggled a lot of the year. And didn't uh, didn't push in the playoffs like we did the year before. So hoping for a better season this year with some of the changes. Can't wait to see Murray in a Hawks uniform playing next to Trey. That is going to be awesome. And uh, really good to see DeAndre Hunter locked down with that four-year contract for $90 million. My only question, though, is can he play 82? 60, uh, 63 games his rookie year, 23 the second year, 53 games last season. Hey, you sign a contract like that, we need you in the lineup most every night. Looking forward to seeing the new team. Tips off tomorrow, 730, down at the farm, taking on the Rockets with no bogey. 
which means we'll probably see the first-round pick, A.J. Griffin, run the floor a little bit. Looking forward to that. All right, that's going to do it for my show today. We appreciate James Brooks, Champ Bailey coming on the show today. Two players! We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.